FBRK. I'm taking it back to the radio. Literally rolling, rolling up on uh, FPRK. I think this is episode eight. I thought no, it's it's nineteen. Uh, no, it's twenty. I don't hey, know. You gotta keep count. I've been. I, I, there's a count on SoundCloud, but I haven't been keeping count. But anyway, this is FPRK Radio's Fuck Politics, Religion, and Kanye West, uh, the show where we talk about the things that uh, we ain't supposed to talk about: uh, politics, religion, and my guy, my guy, Kanye motherfucking West. I was wondering what that stood for. Yeah, fuck politics, religion, and Kanye. I got to make that more of the name so people know because I think it's a good name. Yeah, um, it's catchy. It's catchy. People want to get mad at Kanye and then they get madder when they come here and they like, this nigga love Kanye. Um, so that's how I'm rolling Plus with it. people like letters. People like letters, right? I wanted to make it short for them, but I got to make it long for them first so they, you know what I mean? WKRP in Cincinnati. Exactly. That's what was my inspiration for it, actually, <laughs> was WKRP. Um, so we got Yusuf Ali in the building. Yusuf, introduce yourself. What's up, man? Yusuf Ali, Cleveland, representa. Go Browns. Stand-up comedian, uh, professional uh, marijuana conserver. Yeah, man. Uh, check out the uh, pot. Preservation Academy on yeah. on YouTube and all the things. YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. One of the Tuskegee Jokemen. Yep, Tuskegee uh, Jokemen. One of the Instagram. two pilots of the Tuskegee Jokemen uh, with uh, other past guests. So uh, my this we usually start off first with politics and like my favorite politic quote from you was someone tried to tag you in a post like getting all political like hating on somebody and they were like you if you still friends with this person da, 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 da. and your response was some shit like if you ain't talking about sports or rap music don't tag me in your shit like I don't want to get involved in this shit. And I, I, I mean, obviously, we do our show, so I've heard yeah, lots of political that. shit. But that, that like cracked me up. And when that was like, yeah, that's, that's about um, how deeply you go publicly on your political opinions. Yeah, man. Because I'm not, I'm not super, not well versed in politics for one. So I don't like to engage in no deep discussions because I don't, I like only like to talk about what I know about. Yeah. So. I try to stay away from p- political conversations, but because of Trump, I'm more political, politically aware than I ever been in my whole life. I tell you that in these Is last that two years, Trump made you get more politically. I think that happened for a lot of people. Yeah, I, I would say I'm not the only one. Yeah, no, when I like I, because I've been politi- politically active for a long time, or was, or whatever. Uh, and I remember uh, when Trump got elected, like, all these people were like, yeah, we're going to go protest. We're going to start a group, and we're going to do this. And I'm like, yo, there's already groups. Like, people had, y'all just turned the yeah. TV on. But, Obama yeah. Obama had to, got a lot of groups when he was in office. People had a lot of groups for him. Oh, yeah. People, was out, I mean, people was out People there. love groups. People really do love groups. That's why there's Democrats and Republicans, because it's real easy for people to just join up with a team. Uh are you a you're a voter, right? Yeah, I voted in the midterms and in the I didn't vote in in 2016. You didn't vote in the Trump election? Wait, did I? Okay, yes, I did. I think I and I voted for um Hillary. No, the other girl, just Jill Stein. Yeah, out of yeah, spite, you, out of spite. Oh, good for you, man. <laughs> All right, I voted for Jill Stein too, um, and that was some spiteful uh, shit. People yeah. got <laughs> people are still extremely mad at me about it. I'm yeah. okay with it personally. Um, I don't know if I'd do it again. 
Yeah, well. I'm going to probably vote for one of these black people who will probably get the Was Bernie election. running? No, nah, Bernie, Bernie ran okay, in the primaries. Okay, that's why we didn't have a choice. That's why he wasn't one of the choices. Yeah, in 2016. It was, just, it was either Trump or Clinton. Yeah. Okay. And so nobody wanted to do that. And then we got, um, I'm, I'm trying not to slander her. She was okay. I listened to her Breakfast Club today. Uh, Harris. Uh, Kamala Harris, yeah. Blillery. Um, and then Cory Booker and then Sanchez, or what's her name? Who's Sanchez? I think it's Sanchez. Whatever the, Cortez, something is. Oh, not Alexandria. Or the girl in New York. Yeah, 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 yeah. AOC, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. She ain't yeah, running yeah. for president. Oh. Nah, if she was running for president, then I'd be like... I I'd, thought she was running this whole time. I'd be super thrilled. I mean, she would win. She's a hot Latina woman who yeah, talks crazy. Yeah, she looks like she's like in her 30s. I think she's like 27. Yeah, uh, that's dope. Yeah, she's hella young, so I support I support her, but she's going to be a minute. Like, she'll be 2024. Not even, I don't think. I don't think she can run. I think you have to be 35 to be president. Yeah, damn. Yeah, so she's got, like, a good minute. Like, it's going to be another another Trump. Yeah. And then whoever comes after that. And then Alexandria yeah, Ocasio-Cortez. She, she got, what, eight years? Yeah, literally, but I bet. I'll, literally eight years. Still, uh, AOC, I want you on the show. Uh, I'm going to shout you out every week. Along with, I've been shouting. I've been trying to get her on the show more than Kanye on the show. That'd be dope if they actually heard it, right? I think I think it. I got a better chance with Kanye than AOC. Kanye's probably like, "Yo, what's this fuck Kanye shit?" And mm. then trying to listen to it. I don't know. Uh, Soldier Boy baiting him now. Is he? Yeah, he's been tweeting at him. Oh, that 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 comes later. That's the last okay. twenty minutes. <laughs> that's the last twenty. So are you are you fucking with any of the people that you see right now? Or is this like a thing you like? Do it's you either know? it's either gonna be Cory Booker or Harris for me. I hope. Just because they because they black. Yeah, does uh, does that affect your political opinion? Do you, are you are you? Because I know some people. I'm not gonna name names, but some people are uh, adamant about uh, that only the, the only thing to even consider about Kamala or Cory Booker is the fact that they're black. Yep, a lot of people are gonna do the same thing like they did with Obama. Right, I ain't ashamed. I mean, but like, should we not? Should we not look into it even a little bit more than just like, is they black? Because we, if they black and Democrat, actually, because if they black and Republican, we don't really fuck. Well, with the them. reason I, me personally, I won't have to worry about looking into it because, like I said, I'm, I don't really know the politics that good. But I know if she make it far enough to be her against Trump, then she got my vote. Well, yeah, if they make anyone who that's I, what I mean. So I don't so, right. But what now, if it's, if it's not, her against Cory Booker? Then that's when you got you got that's when you got a decision to make. Now you got to start looking into shit. Otherwise, mm-hmm. just let them float. But yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah. What about any of the white people? Would you like? Do you even know about like Jill Stein? I Not Jill Stein. The, um, um, Bernie Sanders. He might run if he's alive still. Um, I think he put his hat back in. Elizabeth Warren. Yeah, but she kind of old too, right? Nah, she ain't old at all. She's like sixty, maybe. Okay. Bernie's like eight. She may be sixty-five. Bernie's like 80, 80 years old, or he might be like the same age as Trump and just look real bad. But yeah, he looked a lot worse. Yeah, just less of a tan. So I mean, as as far as non-blacks, it's because it might be one of the Puerto Rican dudes or something. I don't think who is Puerto Rican. It's a dude. Oh, Beto O'Rourke. Yeah. 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 All right, so maybe he end up. So I mean, I, I'm I'm trusting the people to make the right final decision. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm trusting y'all to do y'all homework and yeah, put the man. right Make person easy in front of me. me. Make it easy for people like me who I, don't really know what's going on. That's okay. right. I but that's the bottom line. I just don't care enough to. I don't think most people care enough, and I think is, and I think that's fine. Cause like even if you like, I try to know about like I don't I don't talk about the economy mm-hmm. at all. I don't understand the economy. Yeah, I don't understand how money works. No. I have tried to get that shit. Yeah, I don't get any of it. Like I just don't. I wish I did. But like you know, he had Sean White on here, and Sean was just like, don't he do? He didn't he do shit like that. For yeah, a yeah. So he's like going through futures and. Economic projections and resources. I was like, this isn't this isn't what I know about. Like, yeah. all right, let's talk about like kids at the border or some shit. Like, let's let's talk about broad injustices and <laughs> shit like that. And like, that's kind of shit that I even only care about. Like, I'm like, I don't even know how to make stuff work. Which I, we we got the uh, Meldrick Meldrick Taylor's burning in the building. Yeah, it's going. It's going. Uh, I thought this thing said Browns. Um, I wish. Yeah. <laughs> So is there, like, an issue that you give a fuck about? Like, I you know, I had, I had, like, a girl... The DACA thing is a big deal. The Dreamers? Yeah. Because um, that's fucked up if they uprooting people that have been here their whole life just because of the, some contract ran out. Especially if they're not, you know, criminals. Yeah. They got jobs. Were they 21 Savage? Yeah. He got out, but they say he still might get deported. Did he get out? Yeah, he got out. Today? Yep. But Has he made he a statement? He ain't all the way set I, yet. I mean, the one thing about him getting locked up for this is, is it like, it, and the Dreamer thing is coming up right now, too, because Trump's trying to bargain with that, with the wall, mm. and being like, you give me my wall, I'll give you the Dreamers. And now, like, they gave that's the Dreamers, yeah, right? They gave the Dreamers, like, a spokesperson now that's dope. Like, now they got, it's like a bunch of Mexican kids we don't identify with in 21 Savage. Mm-hmm. Being like, yeah, let us dreamers yeah. live. We've been here. Which I'm thinking, like, and he's turning it that way, too. Yeah. He, his first thing was like, I'm like the other two million kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah, nigga. He's he doing what he got to do. That's smart. His PR people told him to hop on that dreamer yeah. bandwagon. You a dreamer, man. Well, that's essentially what got him uh, kind of fucked up in the first place was he added that extra verse on a lot. Yeah, that's what... They they speculated that, and I just noticed it. I don't know if it's a direct connection, but it definitely was noticeable. Because when the video came out, it was a good video, and they yeah. were like I'm like, that part ain't on the song. Uh-huh. That's not on the album, but somebody and, noticed it. And like Twenty One Savage, like uh, I always find like uh, the rappers that have uh, a more focused political opinion are like usually like people you don't expect. Like, it'll be, like, I might expect, like, a decent statement out of, like, somebody who's trying to be all savvy in the media, like ASAP Rocky, and he chooses not to weigh in on a lot of shit, but then you ask, like, Fetty Wap and 21 Savage about shit, and they got, like, mad opinions, which I think is, like, kind of dope. Fetty Wap trying to stay relevant. He ain't had a hit in a while. Uh, I was, I I mean, I was thinking about Fetty Wap when he was relevant. Mm. Would you, it, I, you know, and to me, I'm like, that could be a reason why he ain't relevant no more. It's like, shut up, nigga. You, yeah, you got one eye. Why don't you calm the fuck down? And I don't know. If you, the Deja Pale theory, he said that's what happened to the Dixie Chicks. It is what happened so, to the Dixie Chicks. That might, hey. I mean, I. That's why I don't say nothing. 
because I don't know enough and I ain't about to you ain't about to come fuck for myself me. over for nothing. I don't for no reason just because I for some likes on Facebook, some I mean, retweets. You think it's just likes and retweets? I mean, I think it is. It's a whole lot of political, social, social uh, network activists. No, there's a ton of them. There's I, most of them I don't think are real. Hashtag uh, activists. Yeah, uh, like. You'll see them pop up. Uh, my last week's guest, or two weeks ago's guest, uh, the Meredith, or Meredith uh, Jacqueline was on here, and she, she like does a lot of posts online, and like somebody was like uh, trolling her about some shit. And I looked at the person, and it was, it was a fake account. Like the dude opened an account like three weeks before, mm-hmm. and he was just like attacking people on like political shit and like sexist shit. And I'm like, that's not a, that's not a real account. Like, I don't, and like it's one of those all the hashtags and shit in the profile. Mm-hmm. Like, you find them people. I like they'll count, they'll comment on something, and like I get mad. And then I look at who, like what it is, all the hashtags. And shit. I'm like, real people don't have all their political beliefs in their profile. That's yeah, just weird. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I I don't know anyone personally who like was like um has like pro choice pro like in their yeah, shit. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? I refuse to let. Internet comments get me upset. I used like the last time I went, I ain't gonna say back and forth. I guess I went back and forth with somebody. It was like maybe 2012. And I was like, man, I ain't never doing this again. What the fuck am I doing? All right, getting mad. Somebody I don't even know. Yeah, I stopped getting mad. <laughs> I was getting, it was some girl. I, never, I don't even remember, but I remember getting mad as fuck whatever he was talking about. It was like heated. Like I, when I get it, I'm like, I'm Long like, long ass post. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> And I stopped doing that, kind of. My sister says I'm just a troll now. My sister's always like, yo, stop trolling people. Because I just don't, I won't get into arguments. I'll just interject little dumb shit. Like, man, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Man, you dumb as bitch. Like, uh, like that's why I'm going to smash your wife. And she's like, yo, stop trolling people. I'm like, I'm having fun with this. I used to get upset when yep. people said shit that I cared about. Now I'm going to just say uh, dumb shit to them and let that be all right. Uh, did you see, and this is kind of a comedy slash political issues related because Aziz Ansari when he's back he's back and he did a he did a uh, he did a show it was a pop-up show and uh, he basically just I, I didn't read the article for the same reason I'm about to talk about he basically did a set where he addressed his sexual misconduct and um Vulture did an article on it and basically it's as long as article and I started like I opened it thinking it was going to be video or the set or some shit mm-hmm. and they basically just wrote his set out like oh. punchline set up all that shit and I don't even know what their opinion of it was and it pissed me off because like I'm always yeah like, why would they do that yeah I'm like I don't want to one I don't ever want to read comedy that's meant to be said out loud like there's context and act outs and all this other shit and so and like you taking this dude's important issue that he's trying to work out. So, was the overall opinion of the right of the article? I just read Michael Che on it uh, from SNL, mm, yeah. and he went off. He was just like, "Yo, stop doing this shit. Y'all need to stop. Like, learn how to write about comedy. <laughs> like, you taking all this out of context. Like, and this he was just post after post, screenshotting people's responses and going off yeah, about yeah, that yeah. shit. Just like, yo, I take this shit seriously. And, like, we work on this for, like, years. And, like, you know. Hell, yeah. You dropping spoilers and all that shit. And Yeah, that's worse than audio, like, putting it on YouTube. 
Yeah, you know, because because yeah, you, then you're not even giving them it. Like at least if it's the audio on YouTube, I can hear how mm-hmm. you were trying to say it. Uh, this is just like you just writing it out, stale as shit. Yeah, and they just transcribed this whole thing. And I think like, you know, with comics that are facing a whatever issues, you know, they going through this and that. There's a few comics that are like, are they coming back? Are they doing this? And I like, I'm like, is it even possible for them to like get their jokes to a point that it is okay to come to the public and like address an issue? Because as soon as they talk shit, everyone's tearing it apart before they even get the joke together. Yeah, it's gonna be rough for him, Louis, all of them dudes to come back. Cause I don't, it's gonna, I don't know, man. Cause like they, like they say, comedy when you saying it like that in those small clubs, it's for just meant for that audience. So you working on shit. And yeah. I mean, do you think it's possible for them to even come back from such a thing? Because, like you said, at least he addressed it. Louis tried to address it. He tried to sidestep re- it. Yeah, one right quick. Like, oh, it's been hard for me. And apparently, he addressed it well. I think. I think he made it, a bit. So was he got the whole bit about it or something? No, I think the whole. I think the thing was about it. Oh shit! Like I think he was just like. I, but like I said, so it was I thought, less comedy than, <laughs> and more. The article that I read literally said, uh, I think the title is like, Aziz Asari (laughs) meditates about his sexual misconduct on stage. Maybe he feel he got to get that out so he can do comedy. I mean, that makes sense to me. Like, if you, like, I, I think he could be, and I think this is like almost should be the job of a comedian, not the job of a comedian, only a comedian is going to be able to do this, is, um address that shit head on. Mm-hmm. And he's like writing a handbook for how it can be done. And if somebody comes at it like thoughtfully instead of just like stepping off the side of the shit. Yeah, because if he do a whole, like you say, the whole set, the whole 30 minutes, whatever is about it, he don't have to talk about it no more. It's, Ever again. It's over. Yeah, here it you is. You hear what I was talking about? Uh-huh. Like, now let me tell the other shit. Like, right. Yeah, that's a good idea. You know what I mean? Like, just move on with it. Even if it's not that funny. You don't have to be funny anymore. Should be kind of funny. At least. <laughs> it should be a lot of funny, but I think that's the only way it works. Oh, um, that's my dog in the building. I mean, I think it's like kind of the yeah, because Louis gonna have to his his uh, accusations and charges is way worse. A lot of people felt, not even a lot of people, but some people felt kind of bad for. Aziz. I felt bad for Aziz. So it's easier for him to address his, I, pro- I imagine. I mean, I imagine, he but Louis also could. I mean, Louis could have. I think any, nobody on Louis' side with this. I don't. I think anybody can. No matter how bad a thing is, everybody should be able to address that. Yeah, shit. yeah. He just got to address it. It's just he shouldn't not address it. It's just not gonna be. He gonna have to be real careful. How do you feel about? Because <laughs> he can't just. The way he tell jokes, so he, like he he'll fuck around and make it worse with his trying to address it. Yeah, that's true. So he gonna have to. That's yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't, I don't necessarily trust him. Uh, how you feel about Liam Neeson? Liam Neeson trying to address his his. Uh, you know what? I hate to be one of those people that get opinions based on everybody else's opinions. But people have been saying some shit that really kind of changed my mind. At first, I was like, it really, really wasn't no big deal. But then I've been listening to people and like, maybe it is a big deal. I mean, why, though? Because, like, 
like the, like one dude was saying, for him to think that it's okay to tell that story reveals how much he has not grown. Like like he still got a lot of ra- hidden, ra- deep seated racism in him. See, I where don't he think like his white privilege allows him to tell that story. Like it's no big deal that he wanted to just kill somebody for a week. <laughs> any black I person. Mean, and when you say that, like I want to kill a black person, any black person I see, I want to kill. And like that is hard to hear somebody say. Oh, it's definitely hard to hear somebody say that. But I don't. Was he saying? Was he saying that? Like in the. Was he saying that in the? He's not saying he felt that now. He's saying he felt it at a time, and it's a time he felt bad about. Yeah, but. And like here, like I. He said, say, say he just felt that at the instant, but he felt that at the instant, but he still felt it was okay to talk about that to promote a movie for one. He well, could yeah, have brought that up movie, a right. long time ago. I mean, I ain't going to lie. I haven't watched the interview at all. He either. had multiple chances to bring up race relations, but he decided to bring it up because the movie is about pursuit. He's like, yeah, I remember I wanted to kill a black dude. Like, wait a minute. Yeah, that's, that's, what, any, that's what we remind you of this? What, <laughs> like, what, it, uh, what it remind me of, though? You had to make a movie about it for you to talk about? Yo, like, let me finally address this. Yeah, yo, racial murderous instincts. Like, that's crazy. Just any black dude. Uh, I, I worked with the, uh, do, uh, my first job was at McDonald's when I was 14, and there was this dude, Mike, in the kitchen. And Mike, and like half the people was black that worked at McDonald's. The manager was black, everybody's black. And this Mike worked in the kitchen and he was like a straight skinhead like had the boots on with the white laces and (laughs) shaved head and all that right he's cool with all the black people that's my kind of racist though but like his whole thing was he was like a black dude killed my dad so I'm a skinhead now he was like Mike you fuck with only black people like you literally (laughs) only hang out with black people all day long uh, and he was like, "No, you guys are cool, but you know, niggas killed my dad." And we was like, "What?" Like he he went to jail. <laughs> he went to jail for uh, I think statutory rape. And like he would call to talk to us out of jail. And like we were like, he's like, "Yeah, you know, they taking care of me in here." We was like, "Nick, what do you mean? Like you you yeah, love black- the Aryans?" And I'm like, you know, it's like I feel like Lee, like that's the if there's a thinking like that that's not as obvious as that. But like that needs to be a oh motherfucker so chill, that needs to be like addressed in the world. That's like saying that like yo some people like some shit happens to them and they blame a whole group of people and like how the fuck do we do something about it and it's real. Hmm. So I'm like I, and maybe that's not what he was getting at. So imagine how many other people white people think about like just because of what they think a black per- like. Something they heard a black person did, maybe not even personally. Like, what did that black person kill somebody in my town? I hate black people. Exactly. So that's just like that's that's how <laughs> that's how half of these races, not half of these races, but like every racist will have that backup as an excuse. Is like this black person one time did this to me, so fuck black people. Yeah, man. And like this white person, uh, stupid or not was like, yeah, we be feeling like that. Like, I'm like, for me, it was more exposing of... And it's hard to not, like, for whatever reason, after you hear, like, well, maybe, let me see how I want to put this. Because, like, when we would watch old shit that was not that old, there was people that's still alive talking about getting jumped for walking on the sidewalk. Yeah. That make you because at that point you don't know which white person did that to that guy. We don't know the guy's name who beat him up. 
who said you can't walk on this sidewalk mm-hmm. with a white man. So you just be like, I hate white folks. Right. <laughs> so, so then. So I mean, like, look, look, when the riots broke out, we beat the shit out of every white person that went through the neighborhood is what happened down here. And the double standard is when they say shit like what he said out loud, it's like, but y'all can't, y'all don't almost don't have the right to feel like that because y'all already started us off on the unlevel playing field from day one. So how can you hate us? How can you be mad at us when we did everything for you for free and had to get off the sidewalk and had to drink our own fucking water fountains and you still mad at like, God damn. So you can't say that kind of shit out yeah. loud as a white person. Y'all already did too much. So you can't say that. That nigga's Scottish. Whatever. He's still white. <laughs> He's I, I'm, just, black. I'm, I'm just saying that was. He's living in America. He is now, yeah, for sure. And he's been here long enough to know he can't say that kind of shit. Even he over here I, last white month. White people don't know that they can't say internet, that type of shit. The internet been out long enough for him to know that he can't say that shit. They, period. There was just a white man who did blackface and didn't. He almost did the Michael Jackson. Uh, he almost did the moonwalk after saying that he did blackface to do a Michael Jackson contest. Yeah, that kind of shit is like they don't know that they can't say this shit. I remember once upon a time being little, and I, I remember we like especially Black History Month. They go over all the black shit, all the Martin Luther King, Rosa Parks, yeah. the White Zone Fountains, the Freedom Rides, all that shit they tell you every year, and I'd be like. I'm glad it ain't like that no more. I'm glad it's better because I see Ma- Michael Jordan on TV or yeah. Michael Jackson, and oh man, like we all good now. And I just had no idea that nothing changed ever. Nothing. I it, mean, it's probably worse now. They took the little whites only signs down, but they might as well left them up because just because the sign down is still white only areas and white only bars and white only. Th- Tire spots, white only coffee shops, white only records, everything is still is still like that. They just don't have the signs that's so blatant. But ain't shit changed. There's a ain't black person changed, in man. every uh <laughs> there's some random black I mean, in a lot of places. Yeah, we pop up, but we, we was like up. that then. It was yeah, always we, we was always up. I mean still when they def- first came after World War One and they first decided, Hey man, let's make this shit called the suburbs. We, ain't, we just gonna make it like this so it's so hard to get black people. They, they might as well say, it. like, sometimes the one in New York said no blacks allowed in this town, but they might as well say that in all of them because they tried to make the prices and the loans crazy and all that shit. Yeah, but it was still black folks sneaking in there. We It was one or two always sprinkled around. We always was in there, but they don't. Away, yeah. It's still white area. Just like, like I say, just not, you know where the white, the white, Food for less or whatever the fuck. And the, Hold on, there's no all. White, where's white. the yeah, all white food, no for white food for less? You know, well, you the know where the food. white grocery store is and where the the non-white grocery store is. Like it's just that's just the, how it is. Man. It's the Gelsons. It's still like that. Everything, even weed spots, is 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 segregated. It's, it's all white weed spots. It's all white. All whatever. It's it's always gonna be like that. It's just, it shouldn't, but it's too late now. We can't. It's going to take a lot of cross-fucking. It's going to take three generations worth of cross-fucking. It's going to take way more than that. Before everybody is the same shit. There are so many. There's, there's like, we've been doing a lot of cross-fucking. We've we, been we trying getting our there. hardest. We're getting there. It's every, a lot more now than it was in the 50s. I say that. I say every town I go to, like, every small town I've been to, there's definitely, like, 
you you will see more black men places. You yeah. see like mad mixed kids. Yeah, it's like yeah. black dudes and mixed kids. Yeah. Um, and it's just like if I see a black woman in a small town, I'm like, how'd you get here? Like, what are you? It's starting to be a lot more brown people. Period. Like, like, and and it's just like it's not even. Like, think about the 80s, even, when you used to watch a commercial. It was a big deal to see a non-white person on any type oh, yeah. of commercial that wasn't on BET or whatever the fuck. Or, so, but now they got mixed couples on commercials yeah. and Asian people on commercials, Indian people on, I mean, not Indian, uh, uh, like Arabian people on commercials. <laughs> it's all kind of shit on commercials now, but, man... Uh, That's how you know, like it's we getting there. Some, the cross fucking is coming. It just like I said, about three our grandkids kids maybe gonna be it's gonna that's gonna probably be majority brown, majority non white America. Now, now, speaking of Arabian people, you are a, a non practicing Muslim. Yeah, I'm a ben I'm only doing it for the, with the benefits. I'm like I'm a beneficial Muslim. What do you mean? It's some benefits of being a Muslim. What's the benefits of being a Muslim? Like, let me see one. I could think of. I had. I never really thought about it. Let me think of one. I could think of some benefits. <laughs> oh, we had a lot coming up. I felt like I was more disciplined than my friends. Just gen- <laughs> generally in life. Not like just like. Cause it's a lot. Of, it's like almost like being in the mil. It's almost like being in the military. Being a Muslim. A lot of order. So I felt like I was more, I don't know. You <laughs> <laughs> do the prayers? Because I was the only Muslim, so I felt like I was, like, I don't know. I just felt like I was the leader because <laughs> I was a Muslim. <laughs> are, you, are you eating pork now, though? No. No? I still don't eat no pork. Pepperoni? No. And no. it's, it, it always been hard to eat to not eat that punk ass shit. Cause then you think about in the long run, all religion is supposed to be for the afterlife, right? Yeah. The, what the fuck? Well, not the Jews. Whatever. But all this shit is based on heaven and hell. So the general idea of eating pork is you go to hell. So right. come, that's crazy. That don't make sense. Cause at this point, like most comedians I know. I'm damn near you going atheist, hell. if not agnostic. Yeah. So I don't I don't think about no heaven and hell, no all that shit that's gonna happen afterwards. So like, if I'd have thought about that when I was younger, I would have ate all the pepperonis. Well, you why don't you eat it now? Because at this point now, it's like fuck it. I ain't ate it. My whole fuck it now. But it's still good. It hasn't changed. It's still, I just I'm used to not eating it now. Yeah, you and my mom. My mom, she was Muslim. I feel like I can't days. just start eating pork chops and shit because fuck it now. I don't, yeah, I don't eat the shit. Eat ribs and shit. Like I can still eat barbecue beef ribs. Pork ribs are clearly the the superior. Pork rib. ribs are easier to get off the bone. Yeah, they fall right off. They're great. But they that, got more. That's meat only on them. Situ- That's in certain situations. That situation. My mama can make pork barbecue beef ribs that fall. Off. You can't even pick the bitches up because <laughs> the the sauce pulling the meat off the bone and bitches be so loose. You gotta soak them in beer. Yeah, and again, slow cooker for a while. Hell yeah. Yeah, I, I, all right, I feel that. When did you get agnostic? Was that a comedy happening? I, I believe, because you, you know how we become deep thinkers. Yeah. And then you start thinking, like, shit don't make sense. So I was like, I don't really care about what happened after I died, because, like, who 
knows? Nobody knows. Yeah. Not one person alive knows. Everybody got these near death experiences where they but they still not see death. the light. Yeah. yeah, they all see the light and they all see their life flash before their eyes and then they come back and they wake back up. But yeah. still, nobody knows that after you die, what's going We can be dead now. This shit don't have to be real. We I, don't know what's going on. I'm more and more. What's deja in vu? Like deja vu fuck me up. How how I'm gonna remember some shit <laughs> I ain't never did? What the fuck? Explain that. So <laughs> don't know like, man. That's that's a good cause deja vu is like some real shit. And you're like, no, I've been here before. I've done this before. Yeah, you ain't this. never did it. Like yeah. how I'm gonna remember some shit in California and I just moved here. Like how I remember doing this is this my first time coming to this house or whatever. Like, it's weird, man, but people can't... I guess it's probably books on Deja Vu. I ain't never looked into it, but I just know... I don't think there are. I think that's it's the weirdest unexplained human, phenomenon. Yeah, yeah, that's the weirdest human thing I ever experienced. So, like, with death, like, like when you're dreaming, sometimes the dream's so good, you don't know you're dreaming until you wake up. I, I've been... You're like, oh, shit, that was a dream? Yeah. <laughs> like, I've been having, like, crazy-ass dreams lately that make me question all of reality. Like, I'm just like, nah, I was in that shit. So who's to know that when you die, it's just like a dream that you don't know this never-ending dream? Maybe because your brain's supposed to not work. So I don't know. What the fuck, man? <laughs> all I know is it don't matter after you die. It really don't. That's the easy part. The hard part about dying is everybody else that's still alive. But you don't got to worry about that. that, that Hopefully. Yeah. Right. yeah. But Hopefully. That's like the, the, the... Dying is easy, man. Yeah. That's like, to me, the scariest part about not uh, worrying about the afterlife is you just like, well, once I'm going, kind of fuck everything else. Like... I ain't gonna know about it. I like the uh the uh I think is the Hindus that believe in reincarnation. Yeah. I like that theory. I've I've always said I'm real against reincarnation. You're against it? I kinda believe in it too, but I'm I'm pretty against I don't want to You don't want to wanna come back? I don't want to come back. As nothing? Not as a I mean nothing man. living. Yeah, I don't think so, like man. Like a bug. Maybe like a bug or like I mean if I was something that could just like Fly around and chill in a place with a lot of food. Like if I lived in an abundant forest, that'd be cool for a minute. Cause which I always think on some high shit. I always think about what do bugs do? Like other than just they just work. They want to eat. They want to f- reproduce. That's all their life is is eating and fucking. What the fuck is our life? I guess that's not too bad. Yeah, I can eat and fuck every day. All we do, like we got like <laughs> all the shit we do in between. Eating and fucking is just shit we made up with our spare time. <laughs> yeah. Bro, that's literally the only things we here yeah. to do is eat shit and fuck. Yeah. Like we just we go through and do other things. That's you know? crazy. Like that's that's all <laughs> animals are doing too. Just yeah. everyone's just like, you know, we, like we, that dog is playing with that ball and we so doing loudly. this podcast. Yeah. And she's like, what are y'all That's doing? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, you know, I got a ball over here. Yeah, my my dog is, uh, she, she's going a little buck wild in here. She's uh, she's pent up with with her ball, making a lot of noise. But, yeah, it's the same difference. Like, I was watching. I, was, I wouldn't raise my carry religious, not to cut you off. Oh, no, yeah, go ahead. I, I don't think, I'm definitely not raising my carry religious. Yeah, I, I had one. I kind of feel like. Uh, do what you want, man. I mean, I, I agree, do what you want. But, like, if I had, like, a religious spouse. And, like, she really wanted to. I would argue against it because I feel like 
One, if if you don't, be, I feel like Santa Claus is lying to your children. Yeah, yeah. I feel I'm like I'm like, yo, this isn't how I built trust with my child and yeah, lied yeah, to them yeah. for the first yeah, like five yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, yo, mom and dad lied about this shit. Like, I don't want my kids to not trust me from early age. And I feel like that. And like, luckily, I I, I wasn't raised with any of that shit because I was Jehovah's Witness. Yeah. Uh, so like, I would just like, you know, you young and you looking at kids like he don't even know. <laughs> he don't even know that shit is fake. Yeah. When do you tell him? Yeah, and I'm like, that's. I want to make sure that my kids are are trusting me. Like, I'm just. I would, since we weren't supposed to even have Christmas, I would go with my mama Christmas shopping anyway. So, I knew she bought the stuff I was playing right. with. There wasn't no, no doubt. The Santa Claus shit was just like the mascot. Yeah. Uh-huh. But he exactly. Wasn't, he wasn't real. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like, we did, my, my mom's side of the family at Christmas, so, like, we would have to buy, like, a present for them. Um, like, we would do, like, a Pollyanna type of deal. Like, yeah. everyone else, we would get there, and, like, my whole mom's side of the family, they had all, like, did Christmas in the morning and all that. But we just showed up at night for the dinner, and we got, like, our one or two presents or whatever. We got a f- my grandma and my aunt would buy us more. We had some yeah, shit. Yeah, we got yeah. some shit. My uncles and shit, my dope deal and uncle, he got yeah, us yeah. Nintendo and shit. Uh, and, uh, they like we shop for our presents. We just went shopping mm-hmm. for the presents. And I want just, that. Uh huh. <laughs> I want that. Uh huh. And then like you know might catch some surprise or something. But and all of our Nothing presents. Nothing surprise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I got a Timex watch. That was my. Yeah. I really I really like that Timex watch, but like. Yeah, all the extra shit. I ain't raising no kids, but no lies. Yeah, man. Religion. So I say, like, once you realize it's all about basically life and death, and so why does it even matter, man? Just be a good person. That's right and wrong is way more important than what religion you are. Just everybody should know that you shouldn't steal and lie. You don't have to be religious to not steal and lie. Just that's just fucking common sense. Don't steal and lie. Yeah. That's like I'm like yeah no one I'm like did anyone need like did you need a book to tell you not to murder somebody <laughs> yeah. were you like no nah, I'm going to go kill this wait hold up like no nah, you 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 would know that on your own It's very it's like I don't know how religious do unto others do that come out the bible or something but all I know is no. you do people how you want to be done. my cousin used to say he it was basically that but he'd say it another way he'd be yeah. like Man, if that was you, I wouldn't do you like that. And that shit would be it. It was it. Would, it meant it was yeah. deep. It would cut to the but like, damn, you're right, man. Fuck, fuck here's the dollar, go, man. Yeah, God yeah. damn. So like, I just stick with that motto of my whole thing. Like, just do other people how you want them to. How you know yeah. how you want to be treated. That, that's that's what, easy, man. Without no religion, without no church. Yeah, just went one thing. That's why I was talking to, uh, like, you know, like, like we don't know what comes from the Bible or what's actually like. I was talking to this girl. We were talking about um, the death penalty. And I was like, yeah, I don't really fuck with the death penalty. And she was like, I don't know. It's like the Bible says, an eye for an eye. And I was like, the next line is leaves the whole world blind. Like I was <laughs> like, that do- that doesn't mean you're supposed to take an eye for an eye. Everybody cut it short right there. Yeah, and I was like, that's that's <laughs> that's the opposite of what the fuck he was trying to say. <laughs> and you using that to live. That's funny, man. Nobody ever say that part. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think I ever heard that part. It's just like an eye for an eye. I'm like, no, man, that you ain't got that ball. Hell no. No, nah, she yeah, she tore that ball up. 
But uh, she, you had put it there. I put it there, but she kept trying to come behind it to get it, so I had to give it up to okay, her. Okay, I thought she'd still find nah, a way anyway. No, nah, she'll always find a way to the ball. Uh, all right, real hip hop fan here. Yeah, um, you uh, you listen to all the raps, um, which I imagine wouldn't put Kanye terribly high because he's not the greatest rapper. You know what? I used to think he could rap, so I found out he didn't write his raps. I used to think he was a good rapper. And then I find out he didn't write his raps. He don't. Like, he, does, he doesn't completely. Write yeah, his you raps. know what I mean. Yeah, like he ain't reading pipe, like a piece of paper. He's not like you know. I mean, would you say on this part? Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> and like they help him with hooks. <laughs> yeah. And certain bars, but you know. Because like the miracle with rap, I want to believe he rapped. Yeah, I think so. And that's a good rap. That it, that's a good rap, but yeah, then like man. you hear like no more parties in L.A. or something, and I'm like, I don't know if he read that. I don't, yeah. I don't know if he wrote that. But then you know, still, you used to, Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne had <laughs> Gilly the Kid. Rumor, here we go. <laughs> I just can't buy it because Gilly the Kid ain't never been as good as Lil Wayne, and Lil Yo, Wayne been you, rapping. You were not listening to Gilly the Kid. I were, remember Major Figures. I listened to all that shit. You was listening to Gilly the Kid freestyle. Philly's most shit. wanted. I'm, I listened to all that shit, man. And he was the strongest one in that group. I will give him that much. He was the best Major Figure. And then he came hands down. down. And then and then he came down. Uh, and, and and for the listeners who might not be aware of this, I I support the theory that a young rapper named Gilly the Kid, King of Philly, mm. uh, was uh, in a group called Major Figures, mm. got signed um, by by Cash Money Records. They broke up the group. They didn't sign the whole group. Yeah, they, they just, didn't put nothing out. They was on the baller baller block or something. Yeah, and they just they just snatched him down there. And then he kept little he kept he kept Witch's name right by his side with Lil Wayne with wobbity wobbity. And at this point, drop it like his hat. Right, Lil Wayne had already invented bl- the word bling. Had yeah. already had yes. a solo album. Yes, but by was himself, he, was he considered the best rapper alive? He didn't consider we didn't consider him that until he started call, he he did the he, same thing that Muhammad Ali did, that T.I. did. No, he started saying You start saying that shit and then and people start saying he started saying that on Carter one. Because five hundred degrees he wasn't saying that all he was doing on five hundred degrees was trying to be the next juvenile. Exactly. Like rapping over juvenile beats. Exactly. And then he got different beats. And then he started he got rapping Gilly like Jay Z. He got Gilly the Kid in his corner. No. Gilly the Kid came up. Gilly the Kid would have been there for the previous albums, including 500 Degrees. So why wouldn't he rapping Gilly, like that? He, on wasn't, that? he wasn't there then. He ain't come around till later, till Wayne got hot. That feel, I mean, listen, y'all can all deny it if you want to. But he stole. He, he, he didn't stole. He lifted a little bit of flow. So, Only thing he started doing was rapping like Jay Z, and that was apparent to anybody who listened to Jay Z. Jay Z was he, he got it from Gilly the Kid too. No, <laughs> Gilly, he got it from Biggie. Gilly, yeah, you you he know he know real ones know. Uh, all right, so Kanye though, so you stopped fucking with him just over the beats or over the? No, no, I ain't stopped fucking with him. I just don't think he a good rapper. Like, I used to think he was one of the best rappers. I can't say that no more. I still think he's, like, the best. Well, not the best right now. Uh, he's had an off year-ish. Uh, I didn't like Pablo album at all. You didn't fuck with Pablo? No. I thought Pablo was fantastic. And I don't listen to the last one. Not that I don't like it, but I just don't listen to it. When yeah. I listen to it, I like it. Yeah. I just don't listen to it. 
Uh, I mean, but I don't like to listen to the Pablo. I listen to Pablo more than I listen to the new ones. I still go back to Pablo. That's the once weakest a week. one to me. Oh, that's like number like three or four right now. Oh my Kanye. To me is the first one because of just nostalgia. Yeah. And then twisted, and then. And then what? Oh twisted. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, I guess graduation, and then, no, because I like. Late registration because he yeah. got Nas and Game on exactly. It. So then, then I think late registration has the best rapping. Yeah, yeah. That's when I was thinking he was like one of the best rappers. And yeah, he's got the diamonds from Sierra like Leone. I don't even know, know who helped him on those verses now. So yeah, you do. It's consequence. GLC. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> same niggas writing for him then as now. So I mean, I still like him. I'm, I was still wanting to do make good songs. I'm looking forward to him. Yeah. To, to the Yandy, Yandy. Or the fuck. I'm waiting for Yandy. I'm sure it's not there. gonna be called that no more. Who, who knows, man? He's got. He announced like three other yeah. projects were supposed to yeah, be. It's not gonna be called that no more. I'm waiting like. Watch but whatever it's gonna be called, it'll probably be fire. Yeah, man. I mean, I, I hope he's only dropped a half a brick in his whole career, so I'm I'm counting on him taking his time. Are you you're 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 fucking with the uh, the kid J Cole though. Yeah, like I don't understand why people don't like Jill. Don't like she's like she's like I don't say I don't like him. I just don't like listening to him. <laughs> so. That's he's, he's, I I don't have a problem with him. I just don't think he's exciting to listen to. I just to. read the comments of people who don't like him, and I just I I don't I, understand what that. I don't think people don't like him. I think people don't like people calling him the goat. Oh. Well, that's personal opinions. It's not personal opinion. Them people that his fan base, you can't tell them that he ain't. I, I will. I will too tell them that they ain't you the can't. same way. They gonna argue with you the same way Kendrick people gonna argue with you the same way. Not with Tech Nine people gonna argue with you the no, same people, way. They, them well, people got cult like fans. You can't tell them nothing. Nas fans. Biggie fans, Jay Z fans, Tupac fans, you can't you can like, you can't tell them that Tupac wasn't better than Biggie because they not gonna want to hear it. They not you not gonna tell them that. So it's the same thing with J Cole and they love him. I don't understand. I don't. He maybe if he got shot, I'd buy them a little bit more. But like, I mean, <laughs> I've been listening to rap long enough to not have a to not. Like have a favorite rapper to argue where like I'm gonna say that my favorite rapper better than your favorite rapper because I I get it now I get why people like what they like. Who's the greatest rap group of all time? So like you see that's a lot of factors because <laughs> you can like do you include duos? Yeah. Because then you like talking Outkast versus Wu Tang and then, so like why that's not even fair. And then you talking. Mob Deep versus Bone, or who else's groups? A Tribe Called Quest. Tribe Called Quest versus Migos or whoever the fuck. I don't know, but like my favorite group, I guess would have to be. Mm, that's hard, man. I wouldn't think it's, it's either, that hard for you. It's either UGK, for real, or Outkast. And I want to say Outkast, Outkast, because they changed my whole way I listen to music. I was pure East Coast. I didn't want to hear nothing and wasn't from New York at yeah. all. Snoop had snuck in there at the time because Snoop was under doggy style and fucking Chronic was undeniably good. If you listen to music, you had to nah, like yeah, they changed shit. Yeah, but then other than that, I wasn't trying to give 
nothing down south was shot, nothing at all. And then my homeboy next door, I never forget, he said, man, I guarantee you like this Southern playlistic Cadillac music album. Yeah. I was like, all right, I'm going to listen to it. And I called him like, you're right. This yeah. bit, these these motherfuckers can rap. So they opened me up to that. And then they opened the door. They kicked the door down for me to listen to AYMJG and UGK and all everybody else that, that I gave a shot, Scarface. All that was because of Outkast. So I got to put them up there. All right. You had to be real mad at Pap last night then when Pap, he. Had- his <laughs> musical opinions are the most baffling. So when we used to work together and ride home and talk about music a lot. He don't like it's amazing what he don't like. He don't like he don't like Tupac. I mean, so it's like yeah, I, yeah. We're, I like, can see how that. can we talk about music <laughs> with somebody that don't like Tupac? You don't like Tupac Outcast, Tribe Called Quest. Uh I agree with Bum B. Um, I don't like Tribe Called Quest like they last three albums. They only had four albums. They everything they put out post Midnight Marauders to me it was pure trash. That was two albums. It was the one the, the Love it? Movement. That was the one and that had all I, consequence. I, yeah, I like I like I like that one though. That had the John with uh Janet Jackson, but you don't know what you got to it. Nah. And then <laughs> nah. and that last that last one that people swore was so good. That was annoying me how bad it was. Even Andre 3000's verse was trash. And I ain't never ever said that Andre 3000 had a weak verse until I heard his verse on that trial card quest song. I said, "What it, the fuck is going on right now man i could I, I was in the uber i never get i was getting mad i was like i'm in the uber and andre 3000 is rapping like trash i'm so mad it was the first <laughs> <laughs> it was he oh yeah it wasn't a good album it was it was an overrated album people like lost their minds like it was the yeah shit. The, the, the old head the old heads or whatever they went crazy. we both old heads too but like they they went crazy i couldn't i didn't get it like a tribe called quest is my favorite rap group of all time and and still like they I, I saw them live when they was on that run and i saw them for the first time um, like a year or two before when Fife Dog was still alive. Yeah. It was a great show. We, you know, he was sick and shit, but he performed. And then I saw him again after the album dropped and he was dead. And Damn. I was like, yo, I don't want to see them no more without Fife Dog. Like, I don't want to see old ass Q-Tip on stage doing whatever he doing. Like this, it wasn't the shit. I saw, I saw him alive and uh, smoke it, rolling something. Back in the day, right? Something tore. Yeah, it was them. Smoking grooves. Smoking there grooves. There you go. It was them and Tribe Car. I mean, uh, I think uh, the Fugees were there. Buster Rhymes, Buster Rhymes, the Fugees. Yeah. And it was dope because uh, the Fugees brought Nas out just to do uh, "If I Rule the World." Yeah. He wasn't supposed to be on. It was just them. And then I never forget because she started singing her. Uh-huh. I was like. What the fuck? And then Nas came out the back, man. I was so pumped, man. Dude, that was the first concert yeah, I ever went dope. to. And I didn't see a tribe called Quest because uh, I brought a knife. Damn. And I thought I was, I was going to try to sneak the knife in. And uh, I, I, I didn't need a knife for any reason, but no, I had a knife. I and so I brought the knife. And I had to go, like, stash it in the bushes so I could come back and get it later. And, like, we rolled up and we were late. And we heard Tribe Called Quest on there. It was like, yo, you got to get rid of the knife. And I went and stashed the knife. And by the time I got in, uh, Tribe was, like, finishing their last song. I remember seeing 
Buster Rhymes sitting like in the crowd, like away from the crowd, like in one of the last rows, because it was at an outdoor pavilion mm-hmm. type concert. So he was sitting cl- close to the grass, just sitting there surrounded by dudes standing around him. I remember just looking like, man, that go Buster Rhymes. And I remember walking and seeing Rampage, yeah. like walking two steps in front of me. And then I remember I said, either me or my cousin said his verse, said, said one of his lines from Flavoring Year Remix. Yeah. And he turned around all excited. Like, <laughs> like niggas know my first. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that was after good old days. We fucking set out and um we we after the concert, like the you know, artists would come out and sign shit. Mm-hmm. And we just hung out there till the end waiting for Buster Rhymes to come out. He did it, but Be Real came out with I forget who he was dating. He was dating like Carmen Electra or something back then. And uh everyone else from Flip Mode came out. And split like they, star, yeah, split star. <laughs> so right, we split star was one of my nicknames in high school because like we, because like we just named our little crew flip mode after that because we kicked it with all them. We were talking and split star, split star was like mad chill. So he was just like hanging out and talking the whole time and shit. He was like, oh yeah, man, we flip mode, flip mode's the greatest. And I was split star, and the other homie was Buster. And then uh, a few years later, when I was getting in, uh, I went and uh, Buster Rhymes performed at the school I was visiting for college. Mm-hmm. And uh, I missed the concert because I got there late. But when I came out of uh, when I came out of the, uh, I went to like the little after party or whatever. And I'm in high school at this college, and I go outside to smoke a cigarette. No, I didn't have a cigarette. I was looking for cigarettes. And Spliff Star comes out, just hammered. And I'm like, Yo, what's up? I'm like, Yo, you got a cigarette, man? He's like, Yeah, nigga, I got two. And gave me two Newports. <laughs> went and took a piss on the side of the building, <laughs> and then smoked a cigarette with me. And then, like, dipped up the street. And I was like, I, I didn't want to be like, hey, nigga, like, hey, my crew, they call me Split Star. <laughs> but I was like, that'd be some corny <laughs> shit. I ain't going to dick ride like that. I'm going to smoke these Newports, though. Ah, that's a good story. Yeah, the good old days. Uh, yeah, I told you I saw Keith Murray the other night, too. Yeah, I saw the post. I would have loved to have been there. I used to think I had a Keith Murray phase where I thought I was Keith Murray. I was surprised how many uh, lyrics I knew. Like, I was waiting for, like, the most beautifulest thing in this world. And, uh... I was like, all right. When I walked in, he was doing that. And I was like, all right, we're going to be done. I don't need nothing else. Nah, and then man. he kept dip, going, dip, man. Die, fucking yeah. get lifted. Fucking. He got some hits on that first album. Yeah, he had the, uh, what's the John? The I Shot Your Remix. Mm-hmm. He did his verse off that. Yep, yep. Um, and, then, and then, you know, the rapper's Delight John, which is, I forgot that I made myself forget that shit. <laughs> I didn't really remember that verse at all. Because we was on the stage, and the dude put it up to Ashley. I don't think Ashley said, did as much of the verse as he said he did. He said he did uh, the whole verse. He was like, yeah, I did the whole verse. I feel like he got a few bars out. Um, and one of the niggas in the back, he had another mic, and he tried to, like, pass it off to me. And he was like, yeah. And I was like, no, nah, I'm good. And I was like, I don't know all this. I took some pictures in the back. Um, but, and then we smoked a blunt together. Yeah, man. That's I remember Keith Murray came out, and he, he did the little dance. Yeah. With his arms on the video. So I would get up on the desk at school and do that little dance. I think I got a piece of that, too, on video. I'm going to post all that Pretending shit. Pretending like I was on a car hood like him. Yeah, man, you couldn't tell me I wasn't Keith Murray for a second. Well, who are the new people you fucking with? I know I know most of the answers to this. Um, well, the newest, the newest, newest, newest is Sauce Walker and Maxo Cream. Ooh-wee. Yeah, I yeah. like them. I fuck with both of them. And, um... Surprisingly enough, that's um, how you say his name, Saadi Sa Sa Sahabi Sahibi, whatever the fuck. 
he a, it's a weird dude, and he who. he into like squids is his thing. What do you mean squids? <laughs> like he called himself the squid or some shit. But he got some good songs. He like on the, he like in the young thug like type of like oh, that kind of like of music, yeah, yeah. melodic like. Kinda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you gotta future, listen. To, you gotta children. listen real close because the shit he say is tripped out. You just gotta catch it. And how you spell Sahade? I got it. Let me see where my phone at. Where is my phone? I think I my know, phone in the car. Up. You messed up. So my phone back in the up. car the whole time. Look at that. Wow. It's engaging conversation. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> him. Um, that was new. New super new. Can't think of no super new dudes, but uh, my regular my regular dudes, Currency, and then him and Wiz Khalifa got a new album that's really good. Is it? It's, I mean, I don't fuck we were listening Khalifa. to it the other day, and Jill, every song, and she she don't just listen to the shit, just to be listening to it. Like, she used to rap in school, so she, she yeah. listened to it. So she listening to every song, she like, this song is good. This song is good. This song is good. By the time it went off, she like, this is a good fucking album. I'm like, yeah. It's like, it's really good. It's good. And um, who else got some shit out right now? Are Chris Crack keep, Chris Crack come out with some shit like. I still ain't listening to Chris Crack. He got a new album called uh, Thanks Uncle Trill. That's one of his nicknames. He just got a bunch of albums on. They all on Spotify and SoundCloud and iTunes and all that. I know. I've I've, I've looked him up multiple times for the joke, man, to and put a good, video on and all that shit. But I don't hear it, man. He really good. I gotta fuck with him because I fuck with, I fuck with most of the shit um, besides J Cole. Currency him. Uh, that's uh, I like in Lil Baby and Gunna. I like when they put out new shit. Gunna just had a new song come out. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's that's you know. It's okay. I know I fuck with all his shit. Surprisingly, I like Lil Pump. Lil Pump's guy. He I got didn't think two I was gonna like Lil Pump. With. Yeah, <laughs> well, I, like Lil oh, Pump, I forget man. what the one how the one jungle it just came out, and I put it on the playlist for a uh, track with the comics bringing that show back, and so I'm like putting together the playlist. And I put that on there, just like you know, throwing a little dumb shit on there. Mm-hmm. And now every time it pop up on my shuffle, I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah, man. I look forward to when I see you got a new song or a feature with somebody. So I'm like, all right, well, this should be good. Does if you do, you, like I don't. I think I went through a phase where I feel like I needed my music to say something, and now I feel like I really hard swung over to the point where I'm just trying to enjoy, enjoy myself more with it. Exactly, we all do. In yeah. high school, we need direction. And now I'm like, I know I can fuck with everything. Yeah, like it's some shit that you had to listen to. I don't know about now. That's what I was just having this conversation. Is some shit you had to listen to because you could grow and apply life lesson to it, yeah. like from it. And then, but like now, I guess you can go back if you wanted to. But I don't know who the kids would listen to to get real. Like when Tupac said, "On oh, I get around," I don't want it if it's that easy. That stuck with me. Like yeah. that's a that's a life lesson. Like you know what? I don't want it if it's that easy. Yeah. You're right, Tupac. <laughs> I don't want to fuck with nobody like that. And so I don't know who talking to the kids now, but some shit you do definitely need to hear. Like I mean, it's two short lyrics. Pimp C say some shit that you needed to hear. Fucking a lot of down south people, now that I think about it. Yeah. Say a lot of real shit. Not just lyrical, spiritual. Like, I would listen to all that shit, too. But, I was deep on that. I was all like... But, like, Scarface say some real shit. Like Scarface says some real shit. That's... 
that's why I like Sauce uh, Sauce Walker right yeah, now because he Walker just says some real man, shit all day. And he just re- and his life is rough. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> and he, I'm, I'm, I hope he stays out of jail because clearly he sounds like he spent so much time in Max jail. Max O'Cream, too. He, yeah. got, he got a pending case. They just got real life jail lessons. Yeah. Like half of the shit, I'm like, listen, I don't know how to apply this to my life, but if I get locked up, I, this is the lesson. <laughs> this is the blueprint. And speaking of locked up, I like Kodak now. Yeah. I had to come around. Yeah. I wasn't an initial Kodak Black fan. It took years. It took me... Same um, thing with uh, Young Thug. It took years for me to I'm even still, give I'm him still a not, shot. I'm still not there on Young Thug. He lost... He, and it, it's, it's unfortunate, but he lost me when he was in the Hooters shirt. Damn. With uh, Baby in the... in the. I forgot all about the, that, man. <laughs> I tried not to think about all the, a lot of these motherfuckers' wardrobe choices. I wouldn't listen to a lot of these motherfuckers because of what they wear, especially if I was still in high school. That... That was a big deal with me. If you couldn't dress, I wouldn't listen to that shit at all. I don't give a fuck how good you can rap the beat. I don't give a fuck. If you if you wasn't wearing nothing I wanted to wear, I wouldn't listen <laughs> like to that dismissed. shit. Dismissed. I don't need none of this shit. That's you had bad. nothing I needed. Like I need I need my rappers to be kinda like not a role model, but somebody can be like, I hang with that dude. Yeah. If you dress weird, I'm not hanging <laughs> with you. All right, man. Tell people where to uh find you at. Uh next grade Ali. On everything, um, Tuskegee Jokeman. Tune in Tuskegee uh, Mondays at eight thirty is our new time. Yep, and on YouTube anytime you want to watch it. After that, on YouTube, oh, make yeah, sure so you go to that. We follow- used to be on Twitch, but don't nobody watch Twitch. Don't nobody watch Twitch, so but watch it on YouTube. YouTube. Yeah, so go to YouTube. We got a lot of content, a lot of shit to look at. And uh, the Preserve Pod Academy. Yeah, Preserve Pod Academy is a. It's like. I'm showing people how to get high on less weed. Like with this little blunt you just rolled up here. That actually looks like a, one of your fatter blunts. Yep. Yeah. Because of two of us. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I've been asking this FPRK Radio. Uh, tune in next week. Uh, like this. Share it. Tell your friends. All that shit. Uh, talk to you next time. Peace. Go brown. Go bird. Go sexy. Did they take that out?